what we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome, welcome to the Hustle Sold Separately. We are a weekly podcast, and I am doing this live on Instagram, so everybody there is actually watching how I normally do this intro. And uh, I appreciate everybody that tunes in from in and around the world. We're up to 6.5 million downloads, and uh, sometimes that, uh, I can't believe that, but I can at the same time because I absolutely love doing the work. And I, uh, we, you know, we're a podcast dedicated to all of you guys. The I always say the creators, the entrepreneurs, out of box thinkers, uh, the anti status quo folk. You know, all of you guys that just you want to do something different in your life than the way society tells you to do it. And um, and I think you should because there is no blueprint for how you should do anything other than your own blueprint, your own code for uh, you know what feels right for you. And for those that are newer that are just tuning in, I appreciate you guys for being here. As everybody's watching on the live right now, uh, you can reach out to me at Matt Gottesman on Instagram. And, uh, you know, I answer each and every single DM, text, reply, response. You guys know I do. Some of you guys do check. uh, And um, also, if you're newer listening to the show via uh, Apple or Spotify or any of the 20 platforms right now, uh, you know that I don't, uh, we don't glamorize or glorify end success on this podcast because it is an arbitrary word. Success needs to be defined by you guys. And I'm very passionate about that because I can't tell you what success looks like. Society will say it's these metrics and it's these titles. I don't really think that that's working out so well right now, if you want my opinion. Uh, where did metrics and credentialism and you know doing it this safe path I don't think that looks like it's working out too much, but that's just my opinion. Um, And, um, you know, so I think it's really important that you figure out what it is that you want to do with your own life. Now, uh, for those of you that are listening on Instagram live and those of you that are uh, on uh, just listening around the world, this is kind of funny trying to balance both. Um, I usually have guests on the show from around the world and we don't talk about their end success either because I like to show them that they're just like you guys. They're figuring it out. Now, some of them may have high profile like roles and they might be very visible, you know, and running major companies or major startups or doing crazy things in fashion design and tech and all these other things. But the fact of the matter is, is that they're people like you and I figuring it out. And so we dive into topics of like, you know, what, uh, what is it, what is it that we're learning along the way and how is that applicable? But today is going to be a solo episode. And so we're, we're roughly around 420, 425 episodes. Uh, it's been an incredible journey. So today I wanted to talk about struggling with God's timing. Are you struggling with God's timing? And before I jumped on this podcast, I was talking a little bit on the live and I was telling everybody that, you know, this isn't about religion. I don't want to make this about religion. Um, and I think religion can be very beautiful. Um, and, uh, but the relationship with yourself and the relationship, uh, with, uh, your soul and your relationship with God, um, is a, is a very fine balance. It's a very, th- it's a very 
uh, it's a practice and it takes time um, because you're talking about trust and faith and self-reliance and uh, observation, humility, humbleness, listening, you know, all of these things that um, it's a practice. It's, it's an outright practice. And I found, you know, that there's two sides of this. Why do we struggle with it? Right. Why do we struggle with the timing of things in our life? And what do we do about it? So those are the two areas I want to talk about on this. Why do we struggle with it? Um, I'm going to speak from my own experience, and maybe it relates to all of you guys. And uh, and we'll go from there. And it's just also been my observation in general from the world at large. But I always like to talk from my own experience. And I have noticed, for me, why have I at times struggled with God's timing? Wanting to control. I'm, I'm reading off of this, some notes I took. I actually came prepared for this one wanting to control everything, right? Um, I'm very I'm very excited about like my vision. I have a vision for my life and it feels very much in line with my soul. That doesn't make me always patient. I've become patient, I practice patience, but actually at times I'm very impatient. Why? Because you can be driven and excited for your vision, but all of the things that get you there take, there, there's like a pro, it feels like a never ending process, which is good, by the way, which I found out because that's what we call life. But I struggled at times with, wow, there's so many different things to get done. And then you get bu- done with a bunch of things, and then there's a whole bunch of new things, right? Um, and so I also said, um, yeah, addicted to the vision, but not yet ready to have fun with the process. That's a tricky one. We get addicted to the vision. We can think very, 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 very big. Oh, like this feels right. This is what I feel like is right for my life. I want it now. Or I want it, you know, um, I want to, I, no problem doing the work. No problem doing the work. But I want it sooner than later. I think that, you know, how long will that take? How long ever it's supposed to take, right? Um, feeling overwhelmed, disconnected from God, uh, not being able to let go of that control I talked about earlier, thinking it, thinking it has to be hard. Right? Why do we struggle? Thinking it has to be hard. So for, if you're just tuning in right now, why do we struggle with God's timing? Those are some of my, my things along the way. What do we do about it? Before I get into what do we do about it, I'll share with you a lot of the, the things that I have experienced, especially over the last eight years. I've been in business for myself for 22 years. Um, and over the last eight, redesigning my, you know, um, my life. Um, after a series of a lot of changes I did not expect, but that's not what this podcast is going to be about. So um, I got really in tune with uh, the things that I want and can envision for my life. And it's very easy to get um, in the game and be motivated. And I was watching a video today, which I'm going to put up, uh, which was like, you know, motivation is like 1%. It really is your rituals and habits and your disciplines and like showing up when you don't really want to. Why? Because you may not have an answer. You may feel like shit. You may not be motivated that day. You may have heard some bad news. You may have heard, you know, you may have seen other other variables. You may have seen whatever, may have heard, seen, felt, whatever. And you just don't feel like it today. You just don't feel like it. And I'm going to tell you that there's a lot of beauty in that. Actually, one, because if we show up on the days that we don't feel like it, they make sense a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, whatever. 
because on days we didn't feel like it, we could just be in our head or just be tired or any number of other external variables messing with us that we just haven't come to learn yet. We are so heady as a human race. We are so heady that we immediately go to the head the moment like shit trips us up or something doesn't go a certain way and doesn't meet an expectation or an outcome and all of this other stuff. Just what we do. We're human beings. It's a natural thing. But um, that's because we feel like, in my opinion, we, me, that we are trying to control an outcome, control the timing, control, you know, other people. It doesn't work. You, you, you can't control external variables, period, nor would you want to. What I had found for me is I like the tortoise and the hare approach. The tortoise and the hare, many people know this, the tortoise and the hare. The tortoise obviously goes very, very slow, wins the race every time. Hare gets a little cocky, it's like speeding things up, going, you know, everywhere and gets really arrogant and then boom, like, you know, falls, right? And the tortoise wins the race. Um, I was reading something the other day and it was very true. When we slow down, so we either work very fast and we can 2x things or we can slow down and 10x things, right? So when we uh, slow down and 10x things, why? We end up actually... Um, taking time for ourselves, we refill our cups, we pray, we uh, meditate, we observe, we listen, we're not so quick to speak, we're not so quick to act right away on just everything. We start to look at what needs our attention, what doesn't need our attention, what do we need to remove, <clears throat> what do we need to double down on, what brings us joy, what doesn't, what needs our attention for work, what doesn't, what do we need to change our approach on, who do we need to like no longer be around? Who do we need more of around us? Um, what types of activities are helping us? We cannot, we cannot, you know, connect to all these concepts if we're just going all the time, right? We just can't. It just doesn't work. Um, and so I ended up, and I'll get into like what do we do about it, like all these different things that I ended up learning along the way. And I will, I want to tell you something that's very, 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 very important about observing God's timing versus our timing when we think something should happen. There have been many circles I either tried to get into, many deals, business deals I thought I wanted to be a part of, but either didn't happen or whatever, or I got like pulled away from it, um, or even consulting things that I was doing with businesses and then all of a sudden they went away and um or there have been podcast episodes guests that should have come on and something happened and all of a sudden they couldn't I was like cool I'm cool you don't have to come on it's all good why am I telling you this I've seen enough things happen almost instantly the moment either something was removed from me or the or I was removed from it or it didn't go out as planned as we as we say it didn't go out as planned or did it right it almost felt like a layer of protection there was resistance there and it just didn't happen when i see resistance i take note of it you cannot force things you just can't and you can try and it'll make you feel like you're spinning all the time you just can't force anything 
Um, and I found that to be very helpful because as I started observing and I started like seeing, I, I, I cannot tell you guys enough, seriously, like there were guests that it was, it was interesting. Um, that were supposed to come on the show and someone felt a little off, but, uh, but it looked like they were going to come on. And then all of a sudden they, they couldn't. And then interestingly enough, boom. So, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known anything about their, their background or, or like a personal thing that they were going through. Right. Cause you know, this is, this is the online world and something happened like publicly. Imagine some of these people have like millions of viewers, something happened publicly. And then all of a sudden they couldn't come on the show. I mean, not, they couldn't come on the show. They never even answered me. They or like one minute was like, I remember one person, I will not say who was like, yeah, let's do it. I'm so excited. And then, uh, I had to send an email to the team, including this individual, and I actually have mail track on my email so I can actually see like when they're read, <laughs> which is pretty good. I can't see like what you're reading. I just can see that when, when they've been read, right? Twice. And there was never ever any, ever any answer. And then publicly there was a bunch of shit that happened with that individual. Thank God they weren't on my podcast just because of the kind of controversy that I don't want to attract that's into like my community, into my world, any of this stuff, right? Now, it's so easy for someone before that end outcome happened to be like, oh, like, why didn't they answer my email? Why don't they want to come on the show now? Why don't this, why don't that? I'm telling you right now, if it's anything over the last, especially over the last three or four years that I have learned to do, is the moment something like feels off or something doesn't seem like it's happening, cool. Just be cool with it. Completely be cool with it. I'm telling you right now because it's like, you just don't know. You may be just... There's not anything there for you. It doesn't need to happen for you. That job doesn't need to happen for you. That, you know, person uh, approving something of yours needs to happen for you. That podcast guest, that whatever. It just doesn't, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to, straight up. So I, I want you to like, think about that. If something is not working in that moment, it's working in that moment. I, and if you slow down enough, you will see that over time. And if you're patient enough, I can't tell you how many times by being patient, I'll watch later on, like the other side of that situation and be like, fuck, like, thank God I wasn't around that. Or thank God I'm no longer around those people or that like organization, or um, I wouldn't really, you know, I'm glad I didn't end up getting that, you know, helping them with their, uh, you know, with their business. Like whether it be me from the consulting or with the agencies out, like there's been so many times, so many times I'm telling you where things don't work out. Just take a moment to ask yourself why it may not have worked out. This also happens with people. This happens with people. This happens with friends. This happens with relationships. All these things. We want certain things. We want them right away or we want them we, according to what our mind and our expectation and the outcomes that we've created. And it's because really essentially we're trying to control our lives. We can control our attitude. We can control the way we show up. We can control the way uh, we live by our values and our principles and our integrity and uh, our, you know, the things that we need in others. We have to learn to be ourselves, our self-reliance. When we behave like this, we're less affected by the outside world, but we can still get frustrated, of course, with like, but why God? When God? Why God? When God? Right? So... What I do besides slowing down is uh, I journal in the morning. I write to God, basically. Writing to God is like self-reflection while at the same time 
being humble and um, having the humility to know that I uh, cannot do everything by myself and I can't do it alone. Okay. Most people, I've heard this a long time ago, most people, some, not most, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say most, but a lot of people either wait, like, like God somehow got separated from us, like sometimes society or religion and this and that. It's like, no, 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 like, that's not how it works. It's a great book, Conversation with God. There's, you know, and then if you look in like the Torah and the Bible and all these really great places and references of, and Psalms and, you know, all these great references about the spiritual side of it. Um, God's not separate. God doesn't look at you and go like, I want you to suffer. That's not how, I, I don't, that's not how life, in my opinion, that's not how it works. Now, some people might push back on this, you know, but I'm sorry. I, you're not here to suffer, but you're also not here to do things alone. And, um, you know, there is a, I, I look at it as God be, being like, hey, like, whether you're in a bad situation, a good situation, or any situation, like, I got you. Like, what do you need? What do you want? And I think when we feel separated, what happens a lot of times is people have a hard time asking for help or asking for more blessings. You either feel guilty you got into a, a, like a, a rough spot or you don't know what to do, or you feel guilty like you're asking for too much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's the context of how you ask. And so for me, the way I better understood the timing of God and having a relationship with myself, I write, I journal in the morning. Obviously, you guys know I'm a writer, but I journal. I journal with God. And I basically... I try to release and let go of the control that sometimes I'm trying to do. And believe me, it's hard. There's a lot more things. Honestly, I'd rather be doing this all day, every day, the writing and, and everything, which I'm moving towards a lot of this stuff and having just the support of the people for that. Um, you know, and I love my agency that I created. I love it. I love business. But, you know, it's like when you're called to a lot of things, it's letting go is not always easy. And so I constantly remind myself that, you know, um, to be open to receiving the answers that I need. And I, when I write, when I journal, I freehand to God. I basically just say like, hey, like, you know, here's where I'm at. Here's how I'm feeling, um, you know, and, um, you know, here's what I want to practice and help me. Like, what messages do I need? What do, what do like, how, deliver, help me, like, deliver them through mediums, people, like, you know, different mediums and, like, you know, work. I mean, you know, like, uh, or, or interactions with whatever, right? Um which then drops me into observation and listening because then throughout the day, besides being clear already about like, where am I at? What am I feeling? What are my needs? What are my wants? All this other shit, like all, everything. I shouldn't say shit, but like right there, but like all this other stuff, right? All, everything that's, you know, I'm then able to listen and observe throughout the day because as I'm like doing stuff, um, I hear differently. Somebody says something, you're like, that's interesting. Or like an incident happens or a sign, like all kinds of stuff. Our life is always being, we're always manifesting and materializing, especially in relationship to God. And like, if we can let go of control and we can slow down, observe and listen, remove distractions where necessary, um, you know, I also say, write down the vision. It's good to write down the vision. Like I have a very beautiful grand vision and it doesn't end. And I'm not looking for the ending. 
and I don't want to know all the tasks that are affiliated with that. I'd rather be guided versus thinking I have to know all the answers. And believe me, I'm just like you guys a lot of times, like we're like, uh, like think I have a million different answers and then all of a sudden they change. I'm open to change. You know, you have to be open-minded. You have to be critical thinking. You have to be humble. You have to like, you know, be able to make pivots and change your approach. Um, so you can write down the vision, but you can reverse engineer all of the intentional like steps it takes to get there. And then you can be flexible along the way to adjust during those, those, those steps, but at least it's helping you ground in the process. The process is where we really become the character that we're trying to exhibit. And, um, you know, you gotta really, you gotta really, my opinion is you have to really get rid of a lot of the external distractions. I'm not saying don't know what's going on in the world because I, you know, there's a lot going on in the world. The world itself is very distracted. It's very divisive. And, you know, in a lot of ways, there's a lot of disconnecting in general. And it's really not going to solve itself until we solve ourselves more. And um, a more self-reliant, critically thinking, humble, hardworking, warrior-like society will probably have better outcomes versus throwing expectations on everyone and everywhere and all this other stuff. But I don't want to digress from that as much as the fact is that like there's God's timing and then there's our timing, right? And, um, and then there's the question that will always come up like, well, you know, it's funny. You see, I've seen memes on this. I've seen this in books and it's like, you know, I saw a great, um, a great post the other day and it shows man talking to God, right? The depiction of God and man says, what's with all the wars and the disease and, uh, the problems and the health issues and like, oh, like listing everything off. And God says back. Funny, I was going to ask you the same thing. The need for humans to control everything from an emotionally charged place without an emotional balance or an understanding of their emotions and then lead through traumas or expectations or scarcity or greed or whatever is not trusting in God's timing. It's having fear that, you know, in any other magnitude. So imagine that's at the macro level. In the micro level, we do it for ourselves. We try to control a lot of things. Think about what's happening in the macro level. And then everybody chooses a side. Are you crazy? <laughs> like, I'm not saying don't have an opinion. I'm just saying that, like, Pinning sides against each other is like already is, is a loss. So um, we watch human beings pretty much try to control so many outcomes at every single level, whether it's us in the micro all the way up to the macro and um, in very elite positions. And I use elite very loosely. Um, elite by nature of their position, if you will, and what they're capable of doing. And they clearly aren't necessarily trusting in God's timing. They're worried about their timing and probably any other set of, you know, emotions that, you know. So um, the point being is that 
I have found that in order to trust more in God's timing, I a had to really slow down and observe the things that I thought I wanted and ended up not working out and worked better in my favor. I b um, enough time went by to see how it um, something greater happened. Uh, see that I realized that um, I might be limited in my expectation or my wants when they could be far greater. You know, we can only go as far as sometimes the mind lets us, but if we feel into it, it can go far greater, right? Um, and uh, D, if I feel disconnected from myself, because then I lose boundaries or reliance, self-reliance, self-assurance, connection, right? All these other things, and I can get easily tripped up by the outside world. The outside world doesn't even fucking know what they're doing for themselves. Like, let alone, like, if we don't, what makes us so sure that they do? You cannot rely on that the world knows exactly what they need to do in any given situation because they're still trying to figure out who they are in any given situation and in any given role and from any given trauma or emotional state or whatever or good state, anything. They're just not you. And so for me, I found that um, the more self-reliance and checking in and journaling and writing to God. By the way, when I say write to God, like write whatever you want, like just freehand it, like literally just freehand it and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Maybe don't say fuck <laughs> in that context. It's probably not. Like, hopefully I'm not offending anybody who's listening. And if you are offended, you know, you then you're taking it out of context. But I love you anyways. The point being is that um, write whatever you want. Um, and actually there, that actually proves a, a point I just said a, a minute ago. Because God is all like loving. And there's no. Well, the more I connected to myself and the, more, the better I treated myself and the more connection I had with God, the better my interaction with the world at large became and my understanding of a lot of things and my patience started kicking in a lot more. Um, and um, I could see and feel things a lot more for what they really are. Now, here's the, the ticker is, the kicker, I should say, um, is that even the more self-aware you become and the more... Oh, energetically aware of everybody else you are, then you have to practice a whole other level, which is um, not judging, right? You don't have to like what you see, but you don't want to judge either because then it pulls you out of like what you already need to be doing for yourself, which is not judging, <laughs> right? So the point being is that um, all the things that we need, we have to learn self-reliance and gratitude you know, and I know all these things, they get thrown around all the time. But as a practice, I have found that that's kind of what's made me feel more grounded um, and trusting of God's timing, you know. Um, and the other thing, too, is everybody, I think, and everybody can be victim to this, wanting something faster than they need to. Did you ever think about the character that's being developed for you in preparation for receiving what's to come? I once heard if it anything that takes longer sustains longer. Right? Everybody you don't want a lot of people and I somebody reposted one of my posts the other day about um it's okay if you're not being so big and seen and all this other stuff. 
um, you know, it allows you more freedom to just like, kind of like create and express yourself. And like, I think you want to you want to roll with that for a very long time. So that way you don't change whether you're at five people know about what you're doing in this world or 500,000 or 500 million. You know what I mean? Like you want to be able to grow into that. So you're never changing your soul along the way, because let me tell you something like the more of the world that has access to what you created, depending on how you grew in that, you see this all the time with people who kind of like they flipped a little bit, right? They moved away a little bit from some of their integrity, some of their, their character. It happens, you know, there's nothing wrong. They're humans, but, but it happens. So maybe sometimes the reason things take longer for you is also because it's character building. So you don't lose you as you get further down the road and receive gifts that are for you, right? You take care of them better. You manage things better because you know what it took to get there. You know what I mean? So that's, um, so that's, that's, I think pretty much I'll, I'll probably wrap there. Cause what is that? Put us at about 30 minutes, um, for the recording of this one. But like, so if you're struggling with God's timing, you know, and, and I wanted to also relate to you guys, like it, it happens to all of us, like period. So, um, you know, um, the relationship you have with yourself takes time and you're pretty much going to experience every emotion that you would feel from somebody else also from yourself. <laughs> so start with yourself because that's, that takes time. And then you actually start to look at everybody else a lot differently and you, you stop judging over time uh, and you stop, you know, um, you have more empathy um, regardless of like the interaction, all these things. Right. And so um, the relationship you have with yourself allows you to connect more and connect with God more and understand like, you again, you become more in observation, less in like thinking you got to know when something needs to be. Um, and um, you start to find that you're always in the right place at the right time. And, um, you know, and you can get reminded of that often. And um, thank God, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, so I'm going to leave it at that. But hopefully this was like basically helpful. But again, I said, why do we struggle? So the whole struggling with God's something. We struggle because uh, we feel disconnected, feel overwhelmed, wanting to control everything, not being able to let go of that control, thinking it has to be hard. Um, so many things to get done, being driven and excited. Every time you get a bunch of stuff done, it feels like there's even more addicted to the vision. You can be addicted to the vision, right? Impatient. What do we need to do about it? Pray, journal, write to God in journaling. Do activities, either personal, professional, um, you know, that, um, you know, when we do them, be present, like be present while you're, while you're brushing your teeth, be present while you're doing a task um, in your business. Um, it removes distraction and it makes you much more grateful that like in any given moment that you have the thing that you have, it helps multiply it, slow down observe and listen, remove distractions, right? Faith, trust, self-reliance, write down the vision, but reverse engineer all the things that take to get there, but be open to how they may change. And um, the observe and listen is a very, very big one. Like I'm telling you something, when people talk or situations are happening, you don't have to respond right away. Just like observe and feel into it a little bit, feel into it, what's happening, right? Um, but when you observe, you start to realize the things that you might have worried about 
didn't really exist. Um, and you can start honoring as you honor yourself, you start honoring other people and you're not blaming them. You're not anything them, you know, whatever. Right. So, um, and then you're going to just have to learn that enough time will go by that it will show you, um, you know, potentially answers that you couldn't have gotten on your own, but ask for them. And, uh, yeah, you know, we struggling with God's timing. It, it can be a pain in the ass. It really can be, <laughs> you know, but, um, after I gave you guys some examples earlier, it just kind of goes to show you, like, you really never know what you're either being saved from, protected from, saved for, what's better for you that's coming. You just don't know. And I found through observation and listening, um, when things weren't working out, they were definitely working out. And um, they just don't, you know, they're just, the results you might be looking for just may not happen. They're not going to happen overnight. They're just not. Um, and you don't want them to. So, because if anything came overnight, it can also leave overnight, right? So, on that, guys, uh, thank you for all, like, tuning in. Um, I am still on this live on Instagram. I am recording the studio. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. You guys can stay on here on, on Instagram here for a minute, you know, afterwards. But um, I want to thank you guys for constantly tuning in. If you um, are listening to this on the podcast or you are on Instagram live, Hustle sold separately. Please go to Apple or now you can actually also rate and review on Spotify. Please leave the rating and review. I love you guys. And I know you guys think like this guy has it all together and he never needs any help or support. You couldn't be further from the truth. I definitely need uh, help and support in doing all of this stuff. I fund it and finance all of it. <laughs> like, you know, and I, uh, you know, I've grown it all on my own everything, all these different things. And I, I, it doesn't even exist without you guys. So I would love it if you guys can rate and review it. It helps, um, you know, these beautiful tech platforms with their, you know, algorithms, which I'm not exactly a fan of, but if it helps get more people noticing it, then great. And if, um, not, that doesn't matter too, as long as we get to do this. Right. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in each and every single week. Um, and, uh, you know, for making it 6.5 million downloads, it's insane. I still can't get over that 6.5 million downloads. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, some incredible guests, 420 plus episodes. So, uh, for those of you on IG live, sit back for just one minute. I'm going to queue up the music here, but I uh, appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you for tuning in and we're out.